This is episode 117 on the Herpreneur Show. Today we have the CEO and founder of FitCover, Nova Jane. Welcome to the Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. We hear these stories all the time. A woman that goes through a breakup, she has a very young baby and a toddler. However, she has this product idea and she gets it out into the world. That's exactly what happened with Nova Jane after going through bankruptcy with a partner in another business Nova was left with $6,000 in the back pocket and decided to invest into a product idea, Fit Cover, mixing two massive industries together, health and fitness and makeup. Great interview to learn about hardship, going with your gut and getting your product out there in the world. The Herpreneur Show is brought to you by Convert Club. That's mine and my husband's beautiful way to teach the reverse sale. If you or you know a girlfriend who has a business that needs to be able to convert high-end sales, sales that need you to talk it through, to articulate the value, then come and check out Convert Club. We'd love to teach you how to convert the lead to a sale without the horrible sizzle and the ickiness and to help you truly grow your business so it makes an impact out there in the world. Talking about making an impact in the world, here is Nova Jane, the CEO and founder of FitCover. We're in this beautiful world. I think you're in Australia. I can hear the accent. Where in this beautiful world do you reside? I actually just moved to the Gold Coast from Adelaide in September. Oh, wow. That's a huge change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Massive. I'm originally from Brisbane, but I moved out of home when I was 14. So I, I moved away from Queensland quite young. Um, and having kids on my own, I just wanted to like not be close to family, but be a car drive away. Now fit cover. When I saw this, I thought, holy crap. Why didn't I think of this? This is a product is so obviously needed in the world, but no one invented it until you. So can we go back because A lot of products are created out of necessity or out of a story or out of a challenge or a pain. Where did it actually come from and take us on your journey? Well, I've suffered from cystic acne my whole, like, teens and even into my 20s. And I was traveling to America a lot. Um, I'm massively into fitness. I always have been. I've always needed to move my body. And I have been since, like, the moment I can remember walking as a child. So um, it's definitely ingrained in me and so what was happening was I would go to the gym or even you know when I was going to school but back in 2008 when I had the idea I would go to the gym and my my acne would just flare up and it would stop me from wanting to go to the gym and train and I was being so self-conscious and just hating it it was getting me down every day I couldn't have a good day because of it and so when I was in the states I was waiting for a girlfriend to finish her uni test or something and I'm just sitting there daydreaming and I was like, oh, I could go into Sephora and ask them. They've got to have a product that 
that I can cover my my pimples and and it not like stress them out. There's got to be something because I'm in the states, like they have everything going on. And so yeah, I just went into Sephora and I was like, um, I really need something. Like I'm I'm using these this these brand and this brand and it's flaring up my skin. Like have you got anything else that can just cover up my pimples but like help them at the same time? She just looked at me with the blankest face ever and. <laughs> She actually ended up giving me a cream. I think it was called like Miracle or something. And I'm still to this day can be a lazy reader. <laughs> I like to scan through things and I scan through the directions and I severely burnt my skin. So that whole trip in the States, I was having to have tweezers in my handbag and peel off layers of my skin because I only read that it was applied three times a day. I applied it all over my face, but it was a topical. So it dried out pimples. And it just burnt my face like really bad. Moving forward from 2008 to 2017, finally I was able to um, start looking into it. But in between that, when I actually had the business idea, I was terrified to tell anyone my idea because I didn't want someone that had money and a business mindset to go, oh, my God, that's a great idea. I'm taking it and running off with it. And then I'm left here going, oh. Mm. (laughs) So I had to overcome that sort of hurdle as well by actually growing like the balls to actually all trust to go to somebody and talk to them about it. Yes, yeah. But when I did start talking to people about it, they sort of kept shutting me down as well, telling me I wouldn't crack the makeup industry. Let's just get everybody on the same page. It's a mineral-based makeup. Is that correct? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. Us quickly before we go more into the business side of it and how you got the product out there, what are the benefits compared to wearing a mineral-based makeup to the other type of makeups that are full of chemicals or yeah without like confusing people with ingredients and all of that like with the minerals it's it's a natural product it, it doesn't harm your skin it doesn't dry out your skin it doesn't like pull out all the good oils on your on your skin that you produce I had to learn that along the way I've never been a mineral makeup type of girl either so when I was explaining like the with the claims and what I needed to come out of it and the fact that our skin was so vulnerable when we were training and sweating it just kept going into mineral. So I just had to try and sort of learn a little bit more about that. Um, and I'm so glad I did because I don't have people writing to me saying, this is giving me a rash or I'm getting breakouts from this. Um, it, we never have any issues like that. And I never have to sit here worrying about some lawsuit coming my way because we've burnt someone's skin. Yeah. Um, so mineral was like definitely the best, best, best approach. And it still is even with our liquid foundation that I'm going to be launching eventually. That's a mineral infused foundation. Mm. Let's talk about the journey of getting the product out there. My first thing idea that I had was I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere with it. And I said to my partner, maybe I just need a, a business partner. Maybe I need another girlfriend to just come in and like push me along and we'll do this together. Cause I just felt like I wasn't I didn't have enough motivation maybe. Mm-hmm. And so I got a um, NDA written up, a real small template, and I went to my girlfriend who was a photographer, but she was in business, so I just thought it, she would be interested. And um, I, I told her my secret about what I wanted to do, and she was like, and she's still my best friend till to this day, but she's like, babe, I don't think this is for me, but I know somebody that owns a makeup brand in Adelaide. So I think that, and she's a beautiful person, go to her and talk to her and she'll be able to point you in the right direction. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I contacted her and she was just the most open, loving person ever. I was so lucky to meet her. She took, she just saw me in her, like when she started business, she really wanted to help me 
out. And so she just pointed me in the right direction with manufacturers and the right people to talk to. And then she also was very, she'd been in the industry for 15 years. So she was very known like around the ingredient side of things. Um, whereas I didn't know what certain ingredients were and I had to sort of start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just held my hand through the whole process. So I was really lucky to finally open my mouth and trust somebody um, and hope for the best. And it worked out perfectly. So she helped me with um, getting the ingredients together and we try to make it so different to all other mineral products. So this one has been like, milled three times more so it's really really fine and silky and it can go on your skin like a liquid foundation Um, so I was really lucky with that because a lot of mineral powder foundations can be quite grainy Mm. um, but with fit cover it's really smooth yeah so how did you get it out there in the marketplace did you just was a decision to go because you got a very strong social media following you do a great job getting your testimonials and feedback on all your products when you go on your website you know you've got so many people actually just rating and reviewing was that always the plan like okay how do we get out there do we just start on Instagram or what did you do to get that momentum happening we just went through bankruptcy or my partner my partner at the time did so we only had six thousand dollars to our name Mm -hmm. and we bought all products we put it together and then we contacted everyone on Instagram, anyone and everybody, massive and small. Um, and there's a lot of girls that I have still to this day who I originally contacted. And what I did was not talk to them about collaborating or posting or anything like that. I was like, hi, I've just started a brand. Here's the website. Um, I would love for you to try it out. And that's it. Mm. And I left it. And I was just so, I suppose, cocky or confident or whatever I just knew how good the product was that I knew that they were going to come back to me and want to talk further. And that's pretty much what happens. Like they just were slowly trickling in, like coming back to me saying, I love it. And then word of mouth just started and then it just kept sort of growing from there. Um, We got ourselves into like a fitness show and grew from there. At what stage do you think, holy shit, I'm onto something? (laughs) Was there a stage then or is it now? Like when... Has that time happened or was there a significant moment that's happened to make you really feel like, I know that this is something that's cutting edge right now? I knew it before I even launched Fit Cover. Mm-hmm. Like I was so adamant and I was like, there's no doubt anyone could come to me and just be like, like I did, I had people say you wouldn't be able to crack the market and I was like, you've got no idea. This is merging the biggest two industries and putting them together, like fitness and makeup, they're multi-billion dollar industries and I'm just going to connect them. Yeah. And what I didn't realize actually when we launched, I had no idea because I was so open about wearing makeup. When we launched, it was a taboo. Like women didn't ever want to talk about wearing makeup to the gym. You don't talk about that. You don't tell someone that you just put makeup on before you go to the gym. So we ruffled a lot of feathers on social media and what that obviously does is bring in more awareness and more people just wanting to sort of see a little bit of the drama and all that sort of stuff. And it was amazing to watch because over a short amount of time, there was so much negativity and backlash. And then it just came to the fact that customers had tried it, loved it. And they were going into the comments saying, no, I wear makeup to the gym. And and this is why it's not to pick up. It's not to impress and all that sort of stuff. It's for me. It's to make me feel good. Um, And now we don't see any we hardly ever see anyone right on there saying, oh, why would you wear makeup to the gym? That's skanky or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's all positive feedback. Uh, very interesting. 
You've got a yeah. huge offer. So normally when you go onto a website, it's like, you know, 5% off to join up to our list of your first order or 10% off. I went onto your website and I was like, holy cow, you're offering a 20% incentive for your first time buyer. Yeah. It's really smart in the way because it's how big you can dangle a carrot in front and what that customer is worth right? It's like, what is that customer worth just to get them to try it beforehand? What made you do the 20% off? Because that's a really huge offering in comparison to, you know, a lot of online stores. When it comes to makeup, and I just know, because I'm always sort of talking to myself and marketing to myself, so I can only really use myself as the total guinea pig in this. Um, If I have a product that I love, I'm not going to move to anything else. It's going to be very hard for, to try and get me to try something else. Yeah. And because we're not sitting in Mecca, we're not sitting in a store that you can just walk into and, and have that experience, I need to push that um, into them in a, in, a, in a good way. I'm just, I'm just like I'm happy to take the brunt first off because I know that you're going to come back and be loyal and really happy. So if I, if I can pay – for you to like come in and, and use the product like I'm going to. So that's why we went for the higher discount. I'd go higher if I could, for sure. In marketing, there's a thing called the tripwire, which has actually been a way on before online marketing, which is how much is that customer worth? So my background was health and fitness. So I was teaching health and fitness back when I was 15. I'm 46 now. And, you know, we used to do a one-week free. Or it used to be a one-month free. Right, and there was a magazine, Cleo magazine, and so we were in the Cleo magazine with the one month free, and then it turned into a one week free. And what it was was how much, and this is a question you need to ask yourself: is how much is it worth for you to get a customer, to buy a customer, then to be able to have that repeat business? So it's the cost per acquisition, and if you think the amount of money that you might be spending on marketing. Well, the time they come across to your website or they send you an email or let's just say they DM you on social media or heaven forbid if they even pick up the phone, which people don't pick up the phone these days. But how much does it cost you to actually get that phone to ring or to get that customer to send you an email? And I love that you're saying that you've thought this really through because you needed a really big incentive because you understand how personal makeup is. And as soon as you said that, that hit like really with me because I do look at other products and then sometimes I go, oh, and I'm definitely into natural, like the mineral stuff. So as soon as I started looking at yours the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, like this would be one that I would jump to. And it's because one, it ticks the box of natural, right? And when you've got that 20% offer, that would be something that would make me go, yeah, I've got less to lose now. Let's just try it. So I want to congratulate you on that. Can I just say um, the packaging is gorgeous. It's simplistic. It's elegant and it's funky as well. Absolutely love it. You went into packs and kits. Now, this is a really intelligent marketing move because it allows one to increase the average dollar per spend, but it also allows the person, the customer, the consumer to try a few different things to fall in love. Can you tell me when did you start doing kits? Was it something straight away or was it something that you put in later on down the track? Um, Our first product on our website was um, the Fit Cover uh, Fit Cover Kit, I think we called it. I can't remember now because we've changed the name a couple of times. Um, but it was just the brush and the mineral powder. Uh-huh. So we had already started off with a pack. We just were like, 
if because when you put the powder on, we wanted it to look exactly like how I know it looks, and I can't, I couldn't trust any other brush. So I was like, you've got to just use ours. So we just had to like sell it together, and I think that it was just a normal sort of thing for me to always like put it all together because you just needed a full face of. If you're going to the gym, you're not going to wear a mascara that's going to give you pander eyes, but then go and invest the money into a, a makeup that's going to stay on your skin because mm. it's just you're going to be in a fight on your face. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to the gym, everything that's going to work together nicely, and I know that all my products talk to each other nicely as well. If you use the Superfood Hit Serum, it's going to sit well with the mineral powder. I don't really – like I know that we've got so many products. I have so many brands like in my makeup kit, but I would prefer like – if you can, if I, I will know you'll get the best result if you're, if you're connecting the, the two products together or a few products together. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a time in your life in business that stretched you so bad that maybe you walk away? There was a situation, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Was there a time there where you just thought, this is too hard, <laughs> but you're glad that you moved through it because it's made you want a better businesswoman or a better person or it's just given you the world's best lesson that maybe you never wish upon again, but it's changed things. Yeah. So many. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know where to start. Um, I think the biggest hit for me, which two years down the track I look back and I, I do now understand why and the signs and I and now am grateful, um, It um, like the biggest time when I was like I don't how can I do this I don't know if I can was when my partner had left and so I had a, a three-month-old newborn and um, a two-year-old son I had six staff working upstairs because I run my company through my house and I will do as long as I can um, and then I had nine virtual assistants and I didn't even know how to pay one staff member didn't even know the process because I was always in the creative side of things and the marketing side of things I was never in the IT so I all of a sudden had these two kids in this house and this, like even just managing staff and then having to open my computer and go, how's this company actually running, like in the back end? Um, it was extremely overwhelming and luckily I had the passion of my brand and I knew where I wanted it to go so I just had to, how I actually, my first day if you want to know like when that happens, I think it was like a Monday, I opened my computer and um, I allowed myself to grieve for like two days and then on the Monday I opened my computer and I just opened my bank account and I looked at all of the um, amounts that were coming out of my account and I looked at what it was and then went into, so let's just say it was um, scheduling posts, like um, yeah, just like a scheduling app, I didn't know what that was. So I went in and had a look, okay, that's what that is, okay, that was, and I just learned what ha was happening in the business that way. Um, and then slowly but surely I just sort of dissected the company and not only that, I ripped um, amounts out that didn't need to be paid that we were wasting money on. Um, so I did a complete audit of my brand because I sort of didn't know what was going on. So that was really, really, really scary because I was always also mourning a loss and um, having to deal with the mental state of my kids as well and all that sort of stuff. So it was a huge, huge hit, but a massive, I'm a completely different person now in business and personally, I'm just totally different. Yeah. And then, um, I suppose like day in, day out, I have like these freak out moments because I'm in the back end and I'm, I'm looking at like 
um, you've got to manage your finances because when you are growing, you can a lot of companies fall because they grow too fast. And so then you've got to take on a new skill of like on this balancing rope of like, yeah, we really do, you know, want more customers, but we need the money for inventory. And like you've got to then slowly pull back the reins because you just go full pelt at the beginning and, and go slowly so that you can afford the growth as well and not topple over and it would have been the perfect idea and perfect company go to waste because I didn't balance it properly. Yeah. Um, and no one ever knows what the hell they're, they're doing. I don't. I didn't, There's no uni degree for this. So I'm just sort of like feeling my way through it and really relying on my gut instinct. Yeah. Um, I'm literally learning every day. Yeah, yeah. And that's when a coach is honestly is the next thing for, for women because we feel like we can't afford it. But then sometimes it's just the mistake. But it's a matter of like, what can you invest in? What level coach? Because you might find that you start to get different level coaches as we go along, different mentors that have been there. You know, we do all learn different ways. And yeah. a lot of times our best teacher is the university of what not to do. Though when you yes. start to grow, and this is for the ladies listening, there's going to be a time when when you invest in yourself and getting a coach, a mentor, um, you know, you can do it where it's not as personal one-on-one. It could be group coaching. But that's when, you know, you hire people that help you take that business to the next level. And that's what they're designed to do. Like I know with us, we've got yeah. a convert club. So ours is any business that does voice-to-voice communications. They have to do negotiation by the phone or, you know, they've got a high-end product like a coach or a consultant or um, graphic designers and they need to build value through their communication. And the stuff that we see, like most of them pay off their year with us within the first five weeks. Yeah. And they always, the same thing yeah. is they always say, I wish I did this before, I just didn't think I could afford it. <laughs> so when you're yeah. now, if you guys are in a sticking point where you think that you know that you've got time room to grow, it's what can you do now to invest in your education because your co-mentor, whoever you choose, will buy, bring that investment buys you speed and it buys you the time of not making the mistakes because the mistakes can cost you as well. But I'm so glad we went there yeah. because, you know, that not- that journey that you just said which was you had to open your computer up. You had to go in and find the needle in the haystack. That took due diligence. That took probably perseverance. But you had yeah. the biggest weight hanging over your head, which is you've got the young family, your new mum, and you've got staff. Was- yeah, I just didn't want anything to change in my life whatsoever and I didn't want to lose fit cover over something so shitty like that could yeah. have been – you know, prevent it or whatever. Like if I was going to lose fit cover, it had to be a really good reason why nothing like, you know, those sorts of things. But when it comes to like mentors as well, um, I think that like, we're so lucky with the amount of books that we have out there that people, people write a book of a lifetime of their experience and they had to live a lifetime to go through all that. We get to learn that in however long it takes you to read a full book. You know, like there's so many amazing reads out there that you can just take bits and pieces from. For me, it was all Lisa Messenger's books. Um, she oh. owned the Collective Hub magazine and um, her books were the my massive inspiration to actually just find the courage in starting a, a, a brand. Yeah. Um, and as I said before, like from the background I was from, like the thought of that was like how dare I? Like there's no way I could, like there's no way, not me. 
Um, but even just reading those books, I was like, no, I could, I could so do this. Anyone can do this yeah. at all. You just got to have the, um, I suppose the energy behind you to want to just love to learn as much as you can. Just keep, just keep learning. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say best piece of advice? There's women listening and they're, they're either in the startup phase now and they're launching a product or maybe they're in the growth phase and they're bringing a brand new product out. If there was a best piece of advice, something that you've learned that you think, gosh, if someone told me this at the start, this would have helped me so much. Someone launching a product, what would be best piece of advice if you think if I could whisper in their ear, what would I tell them besides don't do it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, what not to do. Um, I'm just trying to think of like a lot of conversations that I've just been having. I find a lot of people come to me and tell me that they want to do things um, and they get really overwhelmed and they then they start to dissect it way too much and it is good to really care about what you're doing and, and try and foresee what could happen. But at the end of the day, especially for women, like we have a superpower. You can call it whatever the hell you want, but we do actually have something crazy and it's our gut instinct and you really need to like find out how to connect with that and really when you have connected with it you totally know that you have Mm. um and you just go with your gut instinct and I know it sounds like oh that's annoying that's you know like give me something a bit more but I, I can't stress enough how in tune we are as females and if you can just connect that with the product that you do have and if you truly do believe in it yourself and you would buy it yourself as a customer there's 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 you're going to win it's going to work out because yeah. it's just going to it's going to be coming through you when you talk to people um, because you just know how good it is and you just want everyone to have it and you've got that care factor mm. and just put them the want for the finances aside and just like just want to get that product in people's hands because it is so good and it's going to benefit them and it's beautiful, beautiful piece of advice. We are so programmed to not listen to our gut and to think about what we're thinking instead of feeling. And we're busy doing the do every day. And let's just say every woman that's on this show that listens, they are the queen of multitasking. They're the CEO of their home. You know, they, they run their home and they run their business. And we need that time out to be able to feel and hear that voice and yeah I feel like if we we can have that beautiful download that feeling that idea and then the longer we sit on it the more that we can doubt ourselves as well and that's when we get into our head into our gut so which which links really perfectly to the last question I have and really why I'm so passionate about this because I always say this and the listeners know that we never get our ideas at our desk we get our ideas through space. I get yeah. ideas through movement. I'm on that bike or I'm going for a power walk and I've got music going. I'm like, pew, pew. all these ideas just coming to me. That's when I feel like I'm in my absolute genius zone. What's the one thing that you do on a very regular basis that has to be away from your desk, away from where your work is, and because you're a bit of a fitness queen, there's a few things you yeah. can choose. But what's the one thing, what's your go-to that you know when you do it, it makes you the happiest version of you? It's the one thing that you know that's the one physical thing that lifts your vibration so high 
that that's the happiest Nova Jane that you know? I was a dancer from the from the minute I can remember my mum signing me up to a jazz, hip-hop, acrobatics kind of dance school. Um, that's always been like food for my soul. Um, it's always given me a total mind-body connection where I just totally – I feel – I just feel every part of my body and my mind and I'm, and I've got to think and it just connects amazingly. I feel amazing. And so moving to the Gold Coast, I was lucky enough to stumble across this dance school and my, I'm 34 now. And so to go to back to a dance school would have been just, I wouldn't have been able to find it, but um, yeah, I, I go back to dancing and it's all women that have never danced before or some that have, and we all just do a routine together and it's actually blown up on social media now. It's called Heels by Misha. And I book a nanny at, um, at nighttime. I get the kids sorted for bed. The nanny arrives and I go and I take off for two hours and I get that in at least once a week. Um, and there's, it's, there's no compromise. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I have to do. Um, and I don't ever miss out a class at all unless I'm sick. Well, you're a lady that has a very similar story to me because I love <laughs> and. I noticed when I started to get too much in my head was when I stopped dancing. So now I dance two nights a week. It's just the most beautiful thing that I can do for self-love. I feel incredible. I'm connected, as you said, to my body and to my feminine. And it's like this feminine power just, just overtakes you and it's just the most beautiful thing. And if I could help every woman, I used to teach dance and hip-hop as well, and, you know, if I could just teach every woman how to dance and how to move their hips and be in touch with their body, it would be such a beautiful way for every woman just to, you know, feel that vibration of just absolute love and, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and when you're running a business, like you're, you're very, you can accidentally tap into your masculine, masculine mind yep. and energy. And when you're when you get into that kind of dancing, um, like for me, it's called heels, but it's like a really sexy kind of dance, and that brings out that side of me. And I've got so much of that in me that um, I just really love to. And when you're a mum, you sort of can miss that sometimes yeah. as well, and so you just try and bring that out of you as much as possible, and it just calms you. It's a it's a calmer energy. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and that's because you know I feel like I'm in my masculine a lot all day, and the 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 yeah. attracted to now is called slap, which is strip and lap dancing, and it's no. dancing, and it's exotic pole dancing. So, and it's all like you know, it's like it is sexy, and I tell you what, yeah. it doesn't matter if I'm a size ten to a size fourteen because my weight fluctuates all the time. I still feel like I'm the sexiest woman alive when I'm doing that type of dance. <laughs> You're absolutely right; it just brings you into the feminine, and you know, it's so good for the relationship as well. So I'm not like totally or hardcore for my husband or the. Yes. Nova Jane, um, we're going to make sure we have the links there for everybody to follow you on Instagram and also the links to Fit Cover. Thank you for bringing your genius idea out into the world and changing lives and just helping women feel so confident when they're in the gym and making skin just healthy on an everyday basis. Um, We wish you all the success. It's so great to interview you today. Thank you. I really appreciate this. To the Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought, or. 
message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out.